What's good, Internet? Welcome to session 135 of Super GG Radio, an NPR Illinois affiliate. Where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your host, Alex Arona, and I found all the keys. I unlocked the ultimate weapon. I spent 20 hours grinding, not on my tech deck. And now I'm ready to take this podcast back. First, I will defeat Joel DeWitt. A valiant attempt, Alex, but I can shoot fire from my... Ow! Ow! Cut that out. That hurts. I'm going to keep poking you with this sword until you cut it out. That's your that's your line, Joel. <laughs> um, <laughs> fine. Take the podcast back. There we go. Good. Now I beat the so-called hidden boss, Eric Getty Gettinger. Come out here, you coward. Alex, I have a controlled fire outside of your house. Hey, stop throwing ice at me. Blizzard! Blizzard! Alright, done. Alright, I should take care of it because I know Alec wouldn't try and seize power over the podcast. Yep, I'm just going to sit here and not plot or plan for a hostile takeover in the coming weeks. Just Good. a subtle one. There we go. I'm just going to keep hitting those hard P's make it hard for Joel to edit this podcast. Well... Let's get back to the grind. This week, it looks like we get spooky again in Early Adopters. Hype some extra life in the news, and then creep back into the shadows for the Backlog blog. But first, Early Adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games Getty picks so I sleep with the lights on. Hate you, Getty. Thank you very much. (laughs) The first one, at least with the Halloween spirit, Witchwood. Witchwood, you are a witch who was in a deep slumber for many years. Hundreds of years, possibly and wakes up to find that a goat had eaten all of the pages out of her potion book. So you have to spend time finding recipes, making potions, and living in this what looks to be a little bit like a storybook world. Uh, Getty, what drove you to pick this one? I liked the way that it looked. Like you, you said, you, it's got a, it's got like got a storybook style. look to it, and... I was going for something that was a little bit less spooky because the other two games that I selected were a little bit scarier, but this one seemed like it was nice, calm, relaxing, really uh, like a adventure game, some pointing, clicking, picking up stuff, a little bit of action, having to chop down trees, catch squirrels, you know, I, drug I like- a dog and cut the hairball out of his, yeah. his fur. <laughs> I like the fact that it is, you know, one of those adventure game tropes of uh, find item to combine item to solve a uh, a quest by somebody. I need you to get the, if you want some fur from my dog, he's angry. So you have to find something to make him calm, which ends up drugging him, and then you cut a fur ball off of him. And it's very silly, but that's kind of how these games go. And Witchwood does it in spades. Joel, what did you think of Witchwood? That's very ethically murky, I think. Um Drudging, drudging dogs. Well, you do that when you're trying to like go on long car rides. You don't want them getting anxiety. But you I've needed the fur ball. Say no to dog trucks. <laughs> so, uh, Joel, what did you think? Uh, of the I, game? It's, so, it you know, I would I, my mind goes to like semi whimsical, right? The yeah. everything it, it's <clears throat> a tad bit dark, but it is very colorful for the most part in the entire world. The music is very uh, fitting. For the different spaces you go to, the overworld where you first start has that sort of little easy going, uh, almost like uh, note, 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 and maybe a little bit like frills of flutes and stuff. Uh, I think that it's 
I would want to play this very passively, right? It, it is a very low, not low effort, but low uh, stress. You know, it, it is clicking on the screen to walk up to somewhere to select item to then, uh, like you said, combine. And then finding tools to be able to open up new ways to uh, cut things down or complete tasks. And it is that kind of like checklist kind of style too where I, I'm not sure that I would want to be too engaged in the actual gameplay. You know, it'd be something that I'd want to have on while watching like a show I've seen a few times or uh, something in the background. But it is relaxing for what it is, and I, I think that kind of serves its purpose. It, it's a nice vehicle to tell the story they're trying to tell. And, and you know, I found myself like picking up everything that was pick upable as I walked along. Mm-hmm. You, you know, because you, you, it, it has that thing where when you get close to it, they'll give you the sort of outline of where it's at. And there's so much littered around for raw materials to build stuff that you could spend in a couple minutes in each area just sort of popping around and picking up the things that you can on the ground so even like stuff that wasn't critical to the mission i was on i was click click clicking to go ahead and grab it yeah and and uh, i want to give for reference for people who have not seen uh you know which would it does if there's games like a little bit like don't starve or anything like that where it's too like it's angled down it's not top down and again you just get a little bit of a like a storybook perspective with your witch who has like a pot on her head and uh, you're being led by a goat who's who has has you you somehow owe something to so there is a little bit there is a very uh whimsicalness to that that you don't know what's going on in the world and it seems like there is like a darker story unfolding in front of you that you're not even sure you that you're like how you fit into it but it's it's very funny and very uh, i don't want to say cute but i will say like uh, just very delightful. I will say that. That's like the mode I felt like. I was like, oh, this is delightful. I just feel like I can relax. And they they give you a... They say, oh, you have three hearts. But I... I and I, and from some of the footage I've seen, I can imagine it, uh, there's a little bit more action orient, orientation. But I I feel like this is one of those no, no stress situations. It's like a good passive relaxing indie game. Yeah, I'm not sure if I expect much in the way of combat. But especially with like the dog hair one you know you do get hurt if you interact with that dog yep. before you get the drugs to drug your dog and then shear him so i i i kind of hope there isn't combat i hope it's just environmental puzzle dangers that act as the health uh hits that you get mm, okay yeah so um we will keep an eye on Witchwood. i think that that one could be uh, a pretty fun little relaxing indie I'm waiting for it for my Steam Deck. There we go. Punch those chickens on that deck. Oh, yes. <laughs> Next, uh, we played Abu Sight. Abu Sight is... I don't want to... Hmm. Do it. Just say it. Getty, you, you made us play Little Nightmares again. I did <laughs> make you play... Obusite, which looks a lot like Little Nightmares. It plays like Little Nightmares. It plays like Little Nightmares. It feels like Little Nightmares. It kind of looks like Little Nightmares. I, I think it is very much so a nod to Little Nightmares. And uh, if you haven't played Little Nightmares, it is a, uh, 
again, we're looking at kind of an adventure game. Uh, interaction with objects is limited, but you play as a, a character on a on a 3D, semi-3D plane, 2D, 3D. There's the half in there. Uh, moving back and forth, trying to escape from this house. And uh, in this particular demo that we played, there is a guy with a old-timey camera for a head. Which and he's chasing cool. you. Yeah, very uh, aesthetically uh, terrifying. Uh, especially if he flashes you with the camera, you... Uh, <laughs> turn into a picture you turn into a polaroid which is mm-hmm. a, a nice touch and let me tell you having an old man with a cane with a camera obscura style head is is while weird also very frightening still very frightening the the sound design is really good to this too just like as he's creeping up to come after you there is this sort of creaking noise uh it winds up the sort of bolt flash bulb to take the picture and yep. and, and it snaps and, and it it works really really well to add that sort of tension because you have these sequences where you're having to run away either uh front you know that that's one of the interesting parts they had sort of the left to right kind of run away but then also trying to run into the foreground or background away from them uh but i would commonly gets to these points where like he'd be just on the edge of having his uh circle around me circle uh-huh. light and then you just sort of like bang and r- jump away and then get back to it and have to jump away again it uh it is tense in the right ways you want a game like this to be where the mood is very uh dark and eerie and then just the the chase is creepy enough or harrowing enough to be on your edge yeah, so we did beta test Little Nightmares 2, and that was a lot more menacing and terrifying in the regard that I, the the first interaction that you have is some guy chasing you with a shotgun. In this one, it is still very tense, the way that you have to run away and try and hide and escape, but it's not as malicious. I There's that undertone that something bad is going to happen, but turning into a, a picture... It's. It definitely plays on a, a couple of different stories. So I know that there's a, there is stories that people are concerned that photos will capture your soul, and I I appreciate that. That's kind of where this game goes with it, mm-hmm. and uh, I. I just really like this. Like I love the idea of these games, and this one isn't Little Nightmares, but it has the same style. That's what I appreciate about about the game, making itself different mm-hmm. in its own creepy way. Yep, and it has its own platforming challenges, so even when you're not getting chased, <laughs> there are these sequences where you have to press a button to open a door, but then the door starts slowly going down to close again, and you end up having to go through these obstacles to get there on time. So the first one was you're in this sort of main hall, and the door, the button is on the left side room, and the doors on the right side, well, you had to hit the button by throwing a can or bottle at it. Yep. And then you have to run, and there's a bookshelf next to the banister. You jump from there to the candelabra, and then to the right again in order to sort of slide under the door near the last second. Uh, it, it's Again, it's a, a good bit of like puzzle solving plus having to be nimble that works really well with this kind of stuff. Which uh, brings... Only, only side note, sorry, Alec. I would recommend not playing with the keyboard. <laughs> it, no. Uh, that sounds yeah. awful. It, yes. it was. 
This it is, was, and, and you know, I missed several of the challenges. I think I would have done better. I got caught a handful of more times than I'd like to. Uh, but it does to show you how good this demo was that I I powered through and and got as far as I did. But so for, you brought I, up I do, jumping onto the candelabra and the desk and everything. Does it explain the weird proportions that are in here? Because you're Either your tom thumb or everything else is giant sized. No, <laughs> it does. It doesn't. But so it just kind of. I think it's assumed that you are. Not necessarily a child, but kind of like a. Uh, shoot, I'm not going to be able to to figure Maybe out like what I mean here. Pixie or something? Then maybe. Um, maybe a Pinocchio. Uh, yeah, I think a Pinocchio is <laughs> a the, Pinocchio? definitely the way to describe it. I was thinking uh, like a homunculi. Ah. Homunculus. Mm, there we go. So you, I think you're like a little thing that's been created. So you're yeah, you, tiny, not necessarily everything else is giant. Right. Right, because even the staircase, you have to take individual jumps to get up the stairs when you're doing that. It. it I mean, some of it could be stylistically, too. You know, because there, there are rooms where you seem like you're bigger in those rooms than you are in others. And I don't know that that's a purposeful choice. But uh, either way, the, the the style of the game makes it to where I didn't really notice that stuff that well. I was focusing on the on the backgrounds, the, the lighting, because uh, there's a lot of good places where it is, like, dark and it has specific lighting that kind of illuminates the room in a neat way. Um, but, well, that, for me, it's also the... If you've played Little Nightmares, you just kind of like assume that's like the format. I think Little Nightmares, do they ever give an explanation as to what you are, Getty? Not that I can <laughs> tell, but there's other there's other of you in that game, both of them. So whatever you are, it's food for the adults slash horror people. Because they're terrifying. Like every every other thing that you run into in those games is just awful <laughs> yeah for real so uh i i do have a, a slight critique i feel like that they did not uh I, I they kind of showed that you could do something via like chalk chalk images on the ground but they yeah. never told you what button prompts yes and, i i agree with that i had to go to the menu to oh find i just button prompts I, time and then the other one is that the to get to that one the the staircase of the candelabra thing you were talking about you had to run which was not explained that there was a run button it was not i even had to check on that because i was like this doesn't seem right and then after i figured out that i could run i did a lot more running exactly <laughs> me too and that's that's fine it's just that it should they could probably update that a little bit just throw in some uh occasional but the uh, the thing little about this tutorial. is that this is also a uh this is like a student game, so I don't know. Like it is a prototype, so I don't know how much more we're gonna end up seeing from this if it ends up becoming something different. Uh, but uh, I think that if this was a prototype, this is a very cool prototype. Prototype, especially with the character designs, and uh, that very frightening old elderly man with the camera obscura head. So they, uh, of course, they have got the photo, my death state. Did you guys ever get picked up from him? Yes. Yeah, that that was doubly creepy. It's just it's such a jarring like they don't show emotion. They see him driving down and go straight to your fa his face, and it uh, 
man, that was even worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's just th- this game does mood and discomfort very, very well. Might I introduce you to Little Nightmares? I own them mm. both, and I need to play them both. I'm pretty you sure the I second have one? the first one at least. I'll be over to play the second one. Okay. We'll do it in an afternoon. I'm, I'm into sure it. it's pretty short. <laughs> I'm into it, Getty. Let's do it. Uh, now, uh, continuing on our horror fest with the spooky spooky, it is October. Uh, Into the Pit. Into the Pit is a fast-paced first-person shooter where uh, everybody... There's a pit where they... A town that... <laughs> It's, yeah, precisely. Uh, I'm trying to think how to put it. Oh, wait, there's a town. It's a mining town, and the pit is where they go to mine. So you go to visit your cousin out in the middle of nowhere. It's like an old-timey hamlet, I would describe it as. Okay. And uh, they're like, oh, well, all of the villagers have been stolen into this pit, so you should go save them. And it's like, hmm. all right, I, I guess I could do that. And then it's like, oh, by the way, here, like, infuse the stage the pit with all of these runes so that you'll have these powers. And I was like, all right, it seems fair enough. And then like, it drops you into the pit. And as Alex said, it's very fast paced and you shoot things from your hands. So all of your weapon attacks are projectiles from your hands, left hand and right hand. And you can pick which guns go and where, (laughs) plus you get a body mod, things like less damage or things like that. And it goes pretty fast. It, do, it does move pretty fast. It uh, Sadly, like, the the shooting, first-person shooting out of your hands reminds me of Hexen. Have you ever played Hexen? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I was thinking about, too. They've remade uh, so, all those first-person shooters, but they haven't brought back Hexen. Give me Hexen on so, the Switch. So what, that. there were three different attack types that you could project out of your hands. One was, like, a burst shot. The other one was also almost like a rifle. Did anybody do the third one? It's supposed to be, like, a bigger blast. The fireball, yeah, yeah, I did. Not. Yeah, so how how did that one work? Um, not super great. Uh, <laughs> that was the one time I died, and it was self-imposed. Oh, so oh. does it add light or grenade or a? Yeah, okay, or at least okay. I think so. It could have just been while I was getting my chops. <laughs> I, you know, I found myself being pretty proficient at least in the first area of that. That's. I liked the sort of dual-wielding hands because you can really alternate really quickly from left hand, right hand. So I, I chose the burst shot and the sort of long-range rifle. And so I was I was zooming around using the burst shot to sort of get a beat on them, using the rifle to snipe them out, and then sort of shifting to the other one pretty quickly. There are also additional attributes you can unlock after each part of the pit that you complete. And there'll be, like, modifiers or boosts to your attack or d- defense. And so I end up putting poison damage on the burst shot. Oh, yes. So, so at that point, like, I'm I'm burst shotting this guy, sniping the other guy, letting him take uh, bleed damage, and then finishing him off later. And I, I'm not a pro, obviously. No, but <laughs> you sounded only... badass saying that, Joel. Yeah, like, you, that, you sounded it like felt, a pro. It, it you knew felt what you were badass. Doing. Like, that, that's the thing is, like... I, it made me feel like it was no effort, right? And, and that's an awesome thing about games when they do it, right, is that you can be kind of a trash player but then have these <laughs> awesome moments where you're just describing stuff like this. So uh, I I like this game a lot, actually. I, I wish listed it, and it's not necessarily up my bailiwick, but uh, it, it's 
it evokes a lot of that old school first person shooter sensibility and then has this unique hook. Yes, that was actually something I really loved is the aesthetic was like all old school doom. Rise right. of the Triad. It, it this was not It almost had like a, like on top of that like almost like a VCR effect on it. Yes. And and, and that and, is perfect. And and they also have the benefit of there's a lot more dynamic lighting uh in in this and and i think more detail than let's say back in doom so it it has but it has that feel you know it has that real feel and it is that sort of like you remember it being this way when you're a kid but now it's like a fresh version of the same thing yeah i mean i i also like the just like the little humor here and there like everyone gives you quests right in the beginning and it's like hey i sure want to make some more stuff for you and level you up but I don't even know if my machine works. My assistant went into the pit. Go rescue him. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, uh, was it just me or did it seem funny that it said that your powers were sealed by demo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I missed that. Uh, it hmm. was it was while you were in the town and it was one of, if you talked to one of the random shopkeepers. Oh, I, I actively avoided those. I went straight to the action. Oh, yeah, the conversations were pretty, uh, pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, so hmm. they they did a good job. They know what they're doing. Uh, I think that the the, uh, the developers really kind of know what they're doing with this one. They're trying to throw in the humor, but make it as you know, still pretty dark. Uh, moving and running and gunning. So, uh, I I think that you know the pit's a lot of fun. I wanted to know how many citizens everybody was able to save on their first run through. Oh, I I die before I die any assistance. Oh, Alex, I, I had the I had the Alec. one really cool moment at the beginning, and then it was all downhill <laughs> from there. I I played enough of this one to get a feel of it, and wanted to make sure I still had time for Witchwood. Uh, so I stopped after one and a half levels and didn't come across any one one and a half levels of the pit. So I did mm. one full level, and then like two of the next chambers. How many yeah. did you get, Getty? I only got one because I got to the fourth level and I was like, it doesn't look like it's very easy to get citizens at this point. Hmm. And then I left and it did unlock a little bit, but not very much. Mm, so only if so, it almost seems like they're, it might be difficult to progress. It might be a, cause this is like it, uh, what it think, sounds like more like a roguelike, you know? Yeah. But yes. I think that the demo is laid out in such a way that it severely limits your ability to get, that stuff so i think that when it gets fully released or at least i hope there will be more citizens to come across and to save because it was at at a certain point it's like okay there's x amount of citizens on this level of the pit so i'm sure that you have to go back and you have to do it multiple times and i really wanted to spend some of the currency because you're just racking it up as you go from room to room so i i would be interested to see what this game looks like as a finished product. Well, I mean, good news. It comes out in, what, two days as of release of our recording? Ooh, okay. Ooh, okay. Gotta keep an eye on it. Wishless that shit? Yeah. Well, let's uh, climb out of this pit and into the break. We'll <laughs> We'll be right back. 
Getty, hit me. Hit you with what? Read the intro. No. Because I know what happens at the end. You do? Oh, so you're making me read it because you don't... I I've made a purpose. I made it purposefully bad because I wanted you to know that it's not easy to come up with new material week after week, Alex. All right? Tell me, Getty, because I said that you've reused an old one. Yeah. So I'm not very <laughs> clever. I've only been doing this for about 130 episodes. <laughs> hey, news! Here's stuff. <laughs> That's your opening. Go. That back and forth was perfect. That's exactly what I wanted. That's exactly oh, what I wanted. Man. We got some news this week. Uh, let's see what we got this week. Uh, hold on, I gotta stretch out. <laughs> Get your glasses. I don't want to. I don't want to. Guys, pull anything Final Fantasy fourteen surpasses twenty four million players. Can you believe that? It's uh, I... funny. They say it's become the most profitable Final Fantasy game in the series, and people are referencing a tweet or uh, article from uh, two thousand eight from Square saying Final Fantasy fourteen has put a bad mark on the series. Yeah, because yep. it, it was bad at launch. I know. Yeah. I, I beta tested it, and I said, no, this is not good. We we attempted to do that on PlayStation 4 for a hot second, didn't we? It's actually very functional, and in fact has a PS5 upgrade that uh, I'm told looks great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I feel like there is a way to play it there. I think that people do it. I think, from my understanding, Andre from Gaming Fix does it there. Hmm. I prefer it on PC. Yeah, I, I think I'm 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 too uh, taught in PC to do MMOs. Like I did just enough WoW to where that's my that's my area that I want to play it in. I had no but, problem. It just it's when you have to tech to like message somebody or talk to somebody. I think mm-hmm. we did it with Getty and Getty's like, "Hey, where you at?" And I'm like, "I'm over." <laughs> Like, no, uh, it's not gonna work. Uh, uh, you just need a Bluetooth keyboard. Yeah, right. Nah, just need a headset. Still, so, Final Fantasy fourteen is great. I think the story's great. A lot of the characters are great. The art's great. There's a lot of good stuff there. And the crossovers. They got ramen. You can just drive around in that car from Final Fantasy fifteen. You could hang out with the near Automata people. Yeah, that that's what I want to do. I want to hang out with Tubi and Nine S. There's also yeah. he uh, he's the boss of that raid. There's also I, there's um <laughs> mm-hmm. the, there's a crossover with what's that? Yokai watch. You can just really? get yo- yeah. You can get yokais in that game. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them. It's weird. There's a lot of crossovers. There's sort of a Pokemon like thing, right? Shh. Yeah. It's just different enough. <laughs> just different enough. And it's got a cool theme uh, song. Yokai watch. I is that. I haven't played, I don't know, but I hope that isn't the actual theme song. You know, I, theme I song. actually have a Yotai Watch game in my house. My my son saw the fun pictures and thought Pokemon had decided he wanted it. So Did you play it? Absolutely not. You should? I, I probably should. Like that, That's not a judgment on quality. It's a condemnation about how I use my time. I mean, you did explain in detail how Roblox works, so I feel like <laughs> I'm just, I need to just start making it Joel's kid game corner. Is that what we need? To... I, I mean, I it's mean, not. I don't feel like it's a kids game necessarily, but Roblox? No, Yokai. Uh, okay. 
I think I kind of blacked out when you guys were talking about the. <laughs> oh, that was so much fun too. Episode, I'm like, oh man, I want to learn about Roblox. And then I just kind of like blacked out, and then I woke up and I was like, oh, okay, they're done talking about Roblox. <laughs> I enjoyed that segment a lot. I feel like maybe people didn't as much as I did, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> really, we're just trying to entertain ourselves, Getty. I'm glad you realized that. No, I'm doing this for the money. There we go. <laughs> Let's get and rich. Got news get, for you. Once I get the money, then I can get the khakis. Once I get the khakis. Oh, no. Stop stroking your chest. (laughs) (laughs) Joe and Mac back on PC and consoles next year. Can someone give me a reference point before I start Googling? Oh, don't Google. It's punch out, man. Punch out. Okay. There we go. Thank you. Punch out. Or at least I assume that's what it is. No, super punch out. You're glad you're. I assume is that not what this is? No, there's a game series called Joe and Mac. They're like uh, oh. cavemen types. I uh, maybe you should. Uh, right. You know what? I'm on board now. I remember this for the SNES. Okay. Yeah. There we yeah. go. I'm in. It it was sort of one of those like uh, B or C tier platformers that you know everybody made a 2D platformer back then. Yeah, I tried to be bonk, but nothing could be bonk. Nothing is bonk. I want them to make a new Evo game. Could you imagine that? Speaking of old SNES games. A new what game? Evo? Evo. Evolution? Yeah. Oh, you guys didn't play that? Mm-hmm. You had to go around and eat other creatures to evolve your you. And you went from like a fish to land to fly to dinosaur mm, to, okay. to yeah, flying you know. creature. I'm so it's barely, a Del Down Under. Barely a functioning adult. Why would I want to play that? <laughs> no, you know what I'm bringing back? Let's bring back Gex. I think I requested Ooh. that a couple of times. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to go the way of Alec, I, can we get Populous back? <laughs> mm, I don't know if I want a Populous. Uh, System Shock live action series based on video game franchise in the works from Binge and Night Dive Studios. That would make sense. That's a you could you could do nine to twelve episodes of just like survival suspense horror i mean have you guys seen you guys saw that resident evil trailer didn't you i no. did no yeah. and then i wanted to talk about it and everybody was like what's that welcome to being a podcast host getty where you make directions and nobody listens hashtag not my resident evil really that's my resident evil for sure i'm glad that it's back <laughs> to where it should be and not Stupid, I, stupid. I'm, I, I'm a Mila stan now. Sorry. <laughs> oh no! Well, no. Mila Jovovich is a treasure. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm yeah, saying but her husband what? is a monster. E- even, even the shit sandwiches she spun into gold with her performance. Monster. I mean, she's probably the only reason Hunter. to watch those movies because uh, that yes, movie's great. She's a treasure. She's the only <laughs> Are reason. Are you to kidding watch me? Her That's a, a good monster. movie. What's wrong with you? Her husband's a monster. <laughs> so uh, Paul, I am Paul excited Anderson. for new Resident Evil. I'll see he's it with a, you. He's a monster. Monster Hunter Rise, speaking of monsters, Monster Hunter Rise won't have cross-play or cross-save between PC and Switch, which is upsetting. But I, uh, from what I'm told, cons- it looks amazing on PC. Considering Nintendo weird. can't do their online platform for garbage i'm not surprised yeah do you did you hear about the story with the oled no 
Which that uh, not everything transfers properly, including uh, people losing their entire Animal Crossing island. Oh yeah, <gasps> Animal Animal Crossing has been a pain to transfer. Yeah. Any time you had to replace a switch or anything like that, no. Yeah, this, this yeah you have bad. to get your its own like data retrieval tool or something. Yep, that seems unnecessary. Yeah. So, fun, fun example of Nintendo's uh, ass backwardy nature with the stuff so the legend of zelda skyward sword originally came out on wii and in that game there's a section where it has three different dungeon areas but you can choose what order you go in well in the game it had a bud where if you chose an order that the game deemed out of order it would make a drain a save ba- breaking uh bud on your save oh, file geez. so with the wii they didn't do like patches. All they had were like the eShop channels and the, you know, virtual console stuff. They made a specific eShop channel that was just a correction to the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword where it fits that bug. But you huh. had to download the specific thing and keep it on your Wii to make it work. Can I also tell you that that the eShop, I mean, the eShop on Nintendo Switch is like passable. But I went back because I was on my trip and I wanted to bring the 3DS. And I went to that 3DS eShop. Oh. That thing is unusable. <laughs> Even at its time, that thing was rough to, to work I typed at. in the name of a game and it gave me 17 videos of behind-the-scenes footage before I could actually <laughs> buy the game. I said, I don't know if I want to buy the game anymore. I'm on page four and I still haven't gotten to it. So. What, what Nintendo's always been good at is, like, the the style of some of the stuff. So, like, when you download off that, it would show the box with the icon, and it would, like, drop little balls from the ceiling. Or I don't give a the, damn. Uh, I don't want to watch the behind-the-scenes footage. But the n- Yeah, but on the Wii, it would show Mario running and jumping up and hitting blocks. That's kind of neat. Unusable. <laughs> you, you and the 100 people that go on the eShop still... Uh, you go ahead and write the Nintendo and see what they'll do for you. You have to put money in specific denominations, and then you can't get money back. Like if a game costs nope. like sixteen ninety nine, you can only put in like twenty bucks, mm-hmm. and then just like let that money chill on your account. Huh. Yeah, I, I do think that if you tie it to your Switch account too, you can spend the money either side of the coin. But yeah, I, I did your point. <laughs> I was excited. I was like, I'm going to buy some off this eShop. Nope. Nope. Uh, now, uh, here is a piece of news I, I didn't quite understand. I'm going to need some explanation on. Uh, Scorpion's iconic Mortal Kombat move was a goofy last-minute addition. So for Mortal Kombat's this is the 30th anniversary, uh, I think it was Ed Boon, the, one of the makers, who shared like a short snippet of them working with the physical actor for Scorpion. And like they, they didn't plan on doing this sort of get-over-here move mm-hmm. and, and the actual motion that they went with. Because he does this sort of like a circular motion with his hands, arms, prior to kind of putting his wrist out and shooting it out. And then he grabs with both hands and then drags it back to him and it was just it was interesting to see like that footage and sort of that detail uh, of something that's really uh i'm not sure how big a mortal Kombat guys uh fan you are but that was like that and street fighter were my two games i played regularly so like oh yeah 
those little details to me are kind of neat because it, it gives a tiny little window into like on the fly changes that kind of make the difference in how something's presented or how something comes out. Yeah. No, it's it's wild. It does it did a really good job. So it's like obviously iconic, right? Mm-hmm. Freebies. Freebies this week we have Renzo Racer over on Indie uh Indie Gala and Stubbs the Zombie. Rebel Without a Pulse over on the Epic Game Store. Uh, last it's week, okay. because some freebies were missed, PC Building <laughs> Simulator on Epic Game Store. <clears throat> I got, I picked up that one, and I was very excited to try that out. Getty, take us out of here. That tone. Okay. We're done. <laughs> Give hey, me some heart. You were the co-host. And now we are moving over to the backlog blog. But first, let's take a break. with the backlog blog where we play games with a mild degree of difficulty mild degree of difficulty getty mild put that chest hair away because we're talking tetris effect now uh uh cards on the table uh i tend to buy a game and then not feel like playing it there and then buy a game somewhere else and then buy a game somewhere else Mm -hmm. i think this is only the second time i bought tetris effect but it is the second time uh, on Switch. Uh, Getty has just been playing Tetris Effect on PC, and Joel beat it long ago on PS4. What, what, Getty, how are you feeling about Tetris Effect? Because you kind of wanted to discuss it. I learned that I could string a whole bunch of swear words together and still somehow make a <laughs> cohesive sentence. <laughs> it's kicking your butt, huh? I, I mean, you, you, put, you put it on the beat list. I finished it. I finished Journey I Mode earlier today. Did you at least T-spin the curse word so it fit comfortably into the slot? I want you to know that the last 30 lines of Journey Mode on Normal, it was just me screaming. (laughs) (laughs) I can can imagine you with with a controller just going, ah! Ah, ah." That's that's what it was, because it was going so fast. And uh, I I honestly think that Joel is uh, some type of wizard. You know how back in the day, like, if something was too difficult and you knew somebody that could do it, you were like, oh, I'll just ask them to come over to my house. Like, yeah. there was a good chance that if I didn't finish it, like, before we started recording, I was going to ask you to come over to my house to finish it <laughs> on normal. So, I mean, full cards on the table. I've not gotten back to finishing normal. Just prior to this, uh, what I did was go through the easy journey mode just so I could get a flavor of it again because one of the big parts of what makes this version kind of special is sort of the uh audio visual stuff going on so it has that kind of visualizer look in the background it's it's got a lot of more like details so there'll be little themes for each level one would be like like cards in a desert and 
you know, each Tetramino has little cards in it. Others were like a, like a big city theme. And it would actually, as you were moving down the Tetris pieces, it was doing sort of jazz piano. And then giving like little cymbals and other instrument effects as you drop them fully into the section. So like that, that kind of like responsiveness with you make a move and then it makes a sound, that's my sweet spot mm-hmm. for games when it does that it is just it's it's zen when it does that it takes so, places uh, too um, was it a- ape out yeah. yeah ape out does a similar thing too oh. uh there was another one that was really good and now i'm missing it <laughs> but, I love ape out. yeah it, it 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 is that is my bread and butter and tetris is always a game that i have casually enjoyed but never went too crazy on uh when i got it on playstation 4 that was definitely where it I got it. Like I got why it got so much raving reviews and stuff. Uh, this time I played on Switch. I also got a copy, and you lose that graphical fidelity, but I didn't find myself caring too much. You, you know, it, it's it's not as explicitly. Uh, it, it's not as great looking, but it, it still retains the sort of that audiovisual sort of play-by-play design. It's got the uh, great gameplay, and then it even has some multiplayer modes now. So, do you guys play any multiplayer? I did not. I have not. So, they, they've got different modes. One of them is called, I think, Unity. Mm-hmm. And for that one, it is, it is three people playing, and it's just like the side-by-side-by-side playing field. And you're each playing your different sections and then you'll hit these crescendo points where it'll open it all up and then everybody can play at each other's boards it's, and so sounds crazy it, it is crazy i mean they, it's not at the same time they do take turns oh i was gonna uh, say like i would flashing. just i would spend the whole time trying to block where alex was trying to block then yep yeah it, it would be <laughs> it would be absolute chaos and that sounds more like uh trolling but what <laughs> it's uh <laughs> but but it, like i'm not sure how often i'll play it but it was a neat experience i i'd recommend anybody try it at least once wait is there a uh, verse there's a versus mode right there are versus modes not Getty. in that unity style but Gaddy, we play we, extra life you want to throw it into the tournament of power maybe okay okay is is, is it local i d- i think there's local there should yeah. be. I don't understand why there wouldn't. I mean, people make weird decisions. Okay, so that that that's, right, let's throw that in the tournament of power. Okay. Uh, okay, so uh, that's uh, Tetris Effect. I'm playing it. Getty played it. I think Joel's kind of coming back to it. He's, I'm dabbling. He's done. Yeah. He I got just love what he I, needed. I just love the music. I love that that techno that like it starts with tribal drums, then goes into the techno, then goes into like. Weird trance music and the visuals are just mm-hmm. a visualizer that just kind of like you can zen out and just like space. I was playing it before the podcast and really put me in a calming space. It, it has kind of turned into my Smash Brothers. It's I've I've been sort of slowing down on Smash Brothers and switching over to this as my I'm not doing anything. I'm gonna play this for a half hour game. My God, the transition yes. has begun. Right, right. <laughs> it was uh, it was Rocket League, and then Dragon Ball Fighter Z, then Rocket League again, Smash Brothers, and now I think I'm switching to this. So, 
Something tells me I'm going to get you into Apex Legends soon. Wink, wink. Maybe. We'll see. Um, plus side, I spent the, the weekend uh, when I was on vacation getting uh, somebody into Rivals of Aether. So I went the opposite direction, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the next game on our backlog blog this week, uh, Getty wanted to talk about a quest that he went on as a cat. It was a quest that he went on with as a cat, too. As oh. Well. As oh, well. dear God. <laughs> We're awful. <laughs> this is all just terrible. Why would you... Okay. Getty, tell me about Cat Quest 2. Cat Quest 2. So, being... Electric Boogaloo. The huge... It's not... It's not what it is. Uh, <laughs> being the huge fan of Cat Quest that I am, when Cat Quest 2 came out, I was super excited but I didn't pull the trigger on it, and it was on sale with the Nintendo eShop this last week, so I picked it up, and uh, I played through it. It's, it's pretty good. Pretty good, if not hilarious that they open it up at the end for a, a third game. I kind of figured that they had to at this point. So CatQuest, a lot of the charm that comes from CatQuest, uh, this one you can play as a cat and as a dog, they added Ooh. the dog to it, and it also has multiplayer. So one person can control the cat, one person can control the dog. And it, so it, it adds an extra element of customization, but CatQuest, you have a map that's laid out in front of you, and uh, your character runs around the map. Like, it's literally, if somebody took a map, just put it down on the table, that's where you are playing hmm. there's dungeons that you can enter uh, layouts vary and uh, most of the stuff that you accumulate in dungeons is just gear so you go around you do quests for people all of it with the hilarious undertones that they're cats and dogs so uh, in this one they introduced ninja cats Cool. and uh, they do reference oh god what was it Meow Ruto, which I thought was hilarious. No. Um, <laughs> they also that's a stretch. <laughs> yeah, it's nobody said that it was great. A lot of the a lot of the stuff is like, whenever they say four, they say fur. Uh, mm. It's just a lot of cat and dog puns, and that's what draws me in. Is just that they put it all on the table. They're like, listen. We're going to, like, milk this for all that it's worth. And uh, it's it's good. So combat is uh, is live. You have to interact, attack with your, your weapons, uh, either magical or, or sword-based. And uh, just you just go through the story. It's one of those things where I could play it for a couple of hours, and there's a... Insane amount of quests. Uh, I think in this one, close to 70 like different quests that you can do for people. There's uh, over 100 dungeons that you can explore. Another 80 pieces of customizable armor. Well, armor that you can find, equip to your characters, and then level up. So, I come for the cats and dogs. I stay for the content and the story. Excited that they're making a third one. 
when you change equipment, does your character's equipment change? Ooh, yes. Question. That's that's all I needed to know. In yep, in the first good. one and in the second one. So it is. <laughs> uh, I will tell you right now, if you have the opportunity, they do introduce a Batman character. It's one of the dogs. Hold mm-hmm. on. I will tell you exactly what it is, so you can use the the Google machine to successfully locate it. <laughs> I saved pictures of it just for this. Oh, fantastic. All right, so the Doge Knight. Oh, God. <laughs> so if you go on to, to the up. Google machine and type in the Doge Knight, you will see the character that oh, I am Oh, man, he's so cool. Yep, he's got, like, the fake little Batman outfit. Uh, he gives you a key to his cave if you do his quest, and you can go in and get his armor and his helmet so that you can equip it. I he's he's real cool. I like this they're, game they're, for just the silly stuff like that. <laughs> Joel, are you gonna be okay? I well, I Google image search Doge Knight, and I got a lot of things, but not a screenshot from this game. Really? <laughs> threw up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I typed in Cat Quest Two: The Doge Knight. There we oh, go. Oh, Alex with the save here. Swish. <laughs> no, I. I... That's cute, but I I like my result better. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of Undertale when you don't include Cat Quest. Mm. I like Undertale. All right, all right. So that is uh, Cat Quest Two. Uh, keep them paws up for the, as we the go. third game. The third game is coming. Oh, you can't see it. Okay, now you I can can't see, see it. it. Yeah, Cat Quest Three coming. Nobody to listening Switch. can see it eventually. That's a nice logo. It is a nice logo. Go play Cat Quest. One, two. I have Cat Quest. I have. I own it. Yeah. Oh, go play it. <laughs> now let's move on to our one last thing. One last thing. We give one last sentence. One last statement. You know, I actually made a good transition. I said, "Put your paws up" as we go into it, but that you guys ruined it. I uh, put my paws up. Sending us into the uh, sending us into the weekend. You listener into the weekday. For me. I'm going to spend my weekend uh, hunting down and harassing Charles Martinet. Uh, that's what I'm doing. And uh, I also want to say shout out to Pat from Gaming Fix. Real nice guy. I met him. Uh, had a ton of fun. I sat and talked with him uh, for like four hours, which was kind of like being on Gaming Fix. It was a blast. <laughs> oh, yep. shots fired. You ain't lying. Yep, there we go. Uh, and, uh, I just want to say shout out to, uh, to him and, uh, Jareth, uh, the homie Jareth from, uh, back in the day. Saw him as well. Uh, good people. Good people. Joel, your one last thing. I, uh, no, I don't have much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) It's been a week. Um, you know, I would, uh. Love to say that my kids didn't see the Switch OLED sitting here and I didn't have to explain why we're giving it away. But uh, for those who are on the stream, there's this fun little thing here. Dude, you got to change that background. Yeah, man, we can't see anything. anything. (laughs) This is terrible. I refuse to change the background. I got nothing, man. It's I should hide these prizes better. Yep, that's all. 
Uh, and uh, get it. Your one last thing. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna play Dandy Ace. That sounds good. Nice. Hmm? Alec, your one last thing. Well, I'm I'm debating on whether I should talk about eating this extremely spicy burger tomorrow at Burger Antics, or I'm going to go play this new video game over the weekend. It's called Camping. I hear the graphics are intense. Uh, yeah, but I heard the drying's kind of lousy. Yeah, uh, plus it's like lumpy. I thought that <laughs> the, was a uh, good joke, man. <laughs> actually, Alec... Uh, I've played maybe an hour of Metroid Dread. Are you pro or anti Emmy? What do you mean? Do you like them or not? Uh, so once you figure out that Dread is the Emmy scenes are more speed running than stealth, I'm pro Emmy. I think it's kind of fun because you do get like this little adrenaline rush if if they see you, and you just have to go quickly and like speed run that section to get away from it. Plus, if you okay. wait, 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 time wait. the par- if you time the parry, you get missiles and health. Hold on, yeah. I have to wait like weeks slash months to talk about new games that I get, and y'all are just gonna interrupt the one last thing. Nah, no, right, Getty. Nah. You two, one, one, two weeks in a row. Nah. two weeks one, in a row. One last thing is the new backlog blog. Okay, nah. now for extra life, <laughs> uh, we're talking. We're talking announcements. We're talking uh, Andre, uh, the wet gamer, giving out a wet gamer t-shirt. We're talking about the OLED. You need to donate $10 or more, which will get you an entry to receive the Nintendo Switch OLED. We will be giving away game codes every hour on the hour. Hell, I got some physical PS4 games and Nintendo Switch games I'm trying to get rid of. Uh, Mostly because I'm done playing them. But we are mailing (laughs) out two people. We are sending codes. We are giving out prizes. We will be interacting in the chat, letting you tell us what games we should play. Also, we will be playing some DD. Not no, uh, <laughs> no, wasn't. Just dance. Just dance. We will be playing some just dance. So we will be getting sweaty DDR. to the oldies as well as the newies. Uh, we're just gonna get sweaty. Can you imagine how hard it be to find those mats now? Yeah, I have one. <laughs> I. I think I have a beat oh, on one. <laughs> I think I know where I could get one or two. Should we? Should we be doing D? No, no. We don't have a way to. Street, is it? Is it? Is there a PlayStation Three one? Not that I know. No. Uh, you know what? Yes, there is. Oh. Hmm. Uh, Joel, well, let's look into this off air. Oof. Okay. <laughs> but we can do this. Uh. So there are, uh, there's a lot going on with Extra Life. We're trying to raise that money. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to get the Children's Miracle Network a leg up. And we're also trying to, you know, be an awesome team, work together. A gaming fix, uh, damage boost, all the friends, raising the money, doing the things. Let's keep it going. If you, uh, and that will, no, no, where is it? I got to find this whole thing. <laughs> I mean, should, th- shouldn't we be doing one last thing now? We already did it. Yeah, but th- now we've we've there we did something after one last thing. And so that wasn't our last thing. Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where uh, we will be streaming. Uh, Alec, you're doing. What are you doing on on Sundays? 
Final Fantasy. I'm getting back into it this week. Okay, uh, Beth and I will be playing and beating No Straight Roads. Uh, Tuesdays are for King... What are they for, Joel? Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts 2 until further notice. That theme song's a bop. You have to listen to the whole thing. Fair. Uh, then we got Wednesdays to nothing, Thursdays are podcast, Fridays are nothing, Saturday is more Kingdom Hearts. Get into it. Also, check out my interview with known video game musician Leon Chang. He was a blast to sit down and talk to. I think I'm going to keep going with this theme, as Joel said, and I'm going to keep trying to get some of that music, video game music interviews going. I got another one in the hopper right now. I have at least two to three interviews in the hopper, like at all given times. I have like, I have Twitter chats, Twitter DMs with like three different people at any given time. So sounds like you could use a bigger hopper. Yeah. Plus again, like two shows that I'm like, okay, I got to do an episode of this and an episode of that. So we're going, we're making content. We have two reviews coming next week. From yo man Eric Eddie Gettinger over there. Wham, 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 wham. So those will be going live next week. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide a review on iTunes or the Alex would buy a Tetris Effect board game of your choice. Thanks for listening. GG Joel. Good game. GG Getty. GG. GG Alec. Good game. I would buy a Tetris Effect board game. <laughs>